My name is Kate the Socialite and you're listening to episode 88 of The Kate Show. Today I'm sharing the top seven subcontractors your business really needs to hire. Now we get this right, running a successful design, staging, or workroom business requires more than just you. While you might not be able to hire subcontractors or outsource tasks immediately upon starting your business, a few years into running your business will find you at a crossroads. Let's look at those two scenarios really quick. Either you're too busy doing all the things, but you don't feel financially or mentally ready to hand over control in certain aspects of your business. And in the name of saving your precious funds, you might be tempted to continue just limping along and wearing all the hats. I say limping because this is exactly what it felt like when I tried to do it and it did not go well. Or here's the other scenario. You might say, to heck with this, I need help. I can't wear all the hats. And then you'll hire your first subcontractor or you'll outsource your first task and your business will likely start to grow significantly from that point forward. It's pretty counterintuitive. You'll be less mentally burdened and you'll have more creative energy for projects and you'll finally get that sky high view of your business that will allow you to work on it rather than in it. When you choose to outsource, you put yourself in the position to move the needle forward in a much more powerful way than you could have done just flying solo. If you're on the fence about creating a team to support your business, if you're wondering whether you should be doing it all just to save money, or if you're ready to hands down build a team and get it done but you don't know who to hire first, you're in luck. Today on The Kate Show, I am sharing the top subcontractors you should consider hiring to further your business. Plus, I'm sharing the contact information of several of the subcontractors that I use virtually so that you can consider hiring them too. These are my personal recommendations, and of course, you should not blindly hire anyone. You should contact these people, talk to them, see if you're a good fit for them, see if they're a good fit for you, check out their reviews, do your own due diligence. I'm just sharing what works for me. But before we do that, I really want to also share the review of the week. Reviews are what keep people finding The Kate Show, and plus guys, they just make me really happy. I love reading your reviews. So let's dive into this week's review. This one comes from Ginger with Soul, which I love. And she says, a must listen, Kate knows her stuff. Kate the Socialite always delivers valuable information on marketing and so much more. Whether you are an interior designer or a home stager or any other small business owner, you'll find many valuable golden nuggets of wisdom by listening to Kate. I am a big fan. Thank you so much, Ginger with Soul. I appreciate that. Thank you for the five stars. Guys, if this podcast has been helpful to you in any way, would you let me know? You could send me an email or you could leave a review on iTunes, whatever you prefer. All right, guys, let's dive into today's episode. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. 
When you decide to outsource a task in your business or hire a subcontractor, it can feel like you're taking a leap into the wild unknown. I know this because I've tried the solopreneur game and when I started hiring people, I was nervous. I was like, okay, what if I hire the wrong person? What if they do something that really damages my image? But once I started outsourcing, to subcontractors, I took my time to find the right ones, I had more time to invest back into my business and my business grew like crazy. Now there's nothing magical about that. Running a business requires a team and in today's workings of the business world, you don't necessarily have to have employees, you can have subcontractors. And once we have discussed the seven different things that you need to be subcontracting out. I'm also going to share with you my own process for finding subcontractors and the things that you need to look for and be aware of to protect yourself as a business owner. The first subcontractor you should hire is a CPA or a certified public accountant. This person manages your business finances, helps you prepare for taxes, and having one is just as important as wearing a seatbelt in the car. Regardless of whether you're good with numbers, you and your business will benefit from handing off all tax-related tasks to a qualified professional. A good CPA will help you avoid IRS audits, ensure that you're planning for and paying your taxes on time, and filing the right tax forms for your other subcontractors. I mean, how am I supposed to remember that I need to send out a 1099 to each person on my team? I don't know, they do it. It's awesome. My CPA is Coder Accounting and I highly recommend you check them out. Just go to coderaccounting.com. I will have this and all other resources linked in the show notes for this episode as always, but I do highly recommend Coder Accounting. Um, they came from New York City. They actually are in my home state now, Wisconsin, but they have the perfect mix of big city mentality and uh, small town honesty and detail orientation. So it's really awesome working with them. The second subcontractor you should definitely hire is a bookkeeper. An organized bookkeeper is a lifesaver. From invoicing to bill paying to categorizing your monthly expenses and, and helping your CPA make sure that you take every possible tax deduction, the money you invest in a quality bookkeeper will return to you many times over. Not only because they're going to save you a ton of time, but also because if your expenses are categorized correctly, you can actually save a lot of money legally in taxes, which is so awesome. And when you have a bookkeeper who can work simultaneously with your CPA, it's truly a match made in heaven. So if you're still trying to manage your books via spreadsheets, like I was, or if you have no idea what to do with your QuickBooks account, I recommend you consider working with the team at Business by the Book. You can find them at businessbythebook.money, not .com, .money. And they're based in Georgia, but they work with U.S. businesses all over the nation, and they're wonderful. They're a growing team. They are very detail-oriented. Working with them has been just a dream. All right, the third subcontractor you should hire is a business advisor. Guys, this should not be an afterthought. You should not do this when you've reached a certain level of success. 
You should do it because you want to reach a certain level of success. Call this person your coach, your advisor, your consultant. This is a person who helps you see the bigger picture in business. They'll help you develop a plan, overcome your personal hurdles, and they'll help you deal with sticky situations. Now you need to make sure that the advisor you hire specializes in your industry and in the type and size of business that you run. If you are a multi-million dollar business, you've got a great big interior design firm or staging company, you wouldn't want to work with someone who only specializes in very small startups. But if you are a startup and you plan on becoming a multi-million dollar company and you have many questions and maybe you're already good with money but you just need help in other areas of your business, that is when you need someone who has the flexibility to grow with you. And if you need that, I recommend you work or consider working with Scarlet Thread Consulting. You can find them at scarletthreadconsulting.com. Now, a lot of you already know who this is. It's Michelle Williams. She's my business coach. She is my close friend as a result of being my business coach. And I think the world of her. She is really good at helping people at all stages of their business. And she focuses on so much more than just profitability, more than just paying yourself, more than just setting your prices. But hey, if you're worried about any of those things, that's a good place to start with her as well. She works with businesses that are big, multi-million dollar companies, and ones that are just getting started as well. So definitely check her out. I highly recommend her. The fourth subcontractor you should hire is a marketing consultant. Now, you need a marketing consultant that specializes in your industry. That's going to be a huge asset to your business. Instead of piecemealing a social media manager here, an SEO professional there, consolidate your marketing under one umbrella. Not only is that going to save you a ton of time since you won't have to manage as many people, but it will also increase the likelihood that your marketing message is consistent and cohesive. Now, obviously, Socialite is a marketing consultation company, and we have a lot of different ways that we can work with people. So if you're interested in getting a marketing consultant or a social media manager and keeping it all under one roof, if you need help with email marketing, go over to socialitevault.com and just check it out, guys. All right, let's move on to number five. The fifth subcontractor you should hire is a website designer. Unless you love working on your own website, and unless you understand SEO and you know how to design everything for the best impact in your business, you would really benefit from having an established relationship with a website designer. Even if you don't need a new website right now, they can do other things for you like update your SEO, upload new photos to your portfolio, update plugins as needed, especially if you have a WordPress site. And they can also make adjustments to the site on your behalf, all while maintaining your unique brand aesthetic and making it so that you don't have to log in and try to remember how to make changes to your own website. If this is something you need, I have a few recommendations. If you would like a semi-custom or uh, template-based website branding packages, I suggest you use Positively Packaged and I have a link for you in the show notes. Or if you want fully custom, specific to the home industry website help, then you can head over to my website, katethesocialite.com. Now, if you are looking for graphic design, that is actually 
the sixth person that you should be adding to your team. Not that they will constantly need to be doing work for you, but it's good to have that ongoing relationship so that when you need something, you already have someone who is familiar with your company, your brand, your colors, your style. It just makes the entire process so much smoother and faster. And nothing increases your perceived value more easily than marketing pieces that actually match. I've seen a lot of business owners DIY this part and the results are similar to a homeowner DIYing their renovation or a room makeover. The colors and elements don't always match and things don't always flow from one piece to the next. And in your case, the fonts might change from different flyers to different brochures. Uh, the rules of your brand might be easily forgotten, so you might end up using the wrong colors or the wrong shades, and it might make you as a business owner feel just a little bit embarrassed. So unless graphic design is your specialty, you might want to consider hiring an experienced graphic designer and keep them in your back pocket. And if you need a new brand, have them create your logo and other brand elements. Keep it cohesive. My graphic designer recommendation for your consideration is Jula Paper Co. So if you go to julapaper.co, you will be able to see her work. I've done a lot of work with her. She is fabulous. She's familiar with the home industry and she works with people all over the US. And if you're in Canada, um, definitely still worth checking out. The seventh subcontractor that you should hire under your team is a specialized assistant. Now, while I don't have a specific recommendation for this person, I encourage you to find the gaps in your business and match them to a person with the right skill sets. Do you need someone proficient in renderings, mood board creation, client management, or something else? Hire based on the skills and qualifications that person already has. While it might be tempting to bring in a high school or college student, train them, and then run with that, you'll find yourself spending much more time managing and teaching them rather than doing your own work. And then it becomes overhead rather than a business asset and you don't really want to go there. Hire professionals to do the things that you can't or won't do in your business, and then make sure they already do it better than you can. If you're serious about growing your business, you know that there isn't a question of if you should hire a team, but of when. And the answer, by the way, is now. Start now. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna talk all about exactly how you go about finding and hiring, including the interview process, because I know that this can be a nerve-wracking time, and you don't want to get a bad hire if you can avoid it. So, we'll be right back with all of those details. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high quality marketing and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. 
Here's a big question. How do you go about finding and hiring the right subcontractors? Avoiding a bad hire isn't always possible, but it is nearly always preventable. Anytime I want to hire someone new, I use a step-by-step process and I wish I could say that I got it from somewhere, but honestly, I kind of just made it up because I had no idea what I was doing. Turns out, fortunately, it has worked really well and that's why I wanna share it with all of you. The first thing I do is I write up a description of exactly the type of person I need, and I write it so that it focuses on that person's experience rather than on their education or their certifications. Now, obviously, if I'm looking for someone who absolutely needs to be certified, like a financial advisor or a CPA, I will put more focus on the certification aspect or the education aspect, but At the end of the day, I really just want somebody with a certain amount of experience. The next thing I do is post that description, that job ad, along with an image in a freelancer Facebook group. And you could do this in any sort of freelancer group. There are a ton out there. So if you go to Facebook and then go to the search bar and just type in freelancer or freelancing and then look under the groups category, you'll easily be able to find one or 1,000 of them that you could join. I suggest joining the ones that look the most reputable. When I post this job ad in a Facebook group, I also include a link to a type form. Now, if you're wondering what on earth is a type form, Typeform is a tool that you can use to create custom forms client forms, job applications, internal use forms. I've used them for a whole bunch of things and it's really helpful for creating an application that people can fill out that is specific to whatever position you're hiring for. And again, this is for hiring subcontractors, not employees, although you could use it for that as well. As the applications start coming in, which usually takes anywhere from six hours to 24 hours, I then sort through the applicants and I set up a video chat with a few of them. Now here's the weird part. I'm not saying I recommend this, I'm just saying this is what I do. I base my final decision on this person's experience, their on-camera presence, and my own instinct. So when I'm on a Zoom call with them, we can see each other, we can hear each other, and I'm just able to figure out, like, do I think this person is going to be a good fit or not? And it's important to listen to your instinct, unless, of course, you really doubt your instinct, then you should have someone else there to help you make the decision, especially if this is going to be someone that you hire virtually and you never actually interact with them in person. I have hired five subcontractors using my simple little method, and thankfully, they've all been wonderful. They're honest, they're skilled, professional people. And I actually offered them the job on the spot during our first and only interview together. This process works for me because I base my decisions on the evidence of their experience and because I'm willing to pay the price for skilled, talented help. I am not looking to pay someone $5 an hour so they can do stuff for me. Not at all. I want professionals. Why? Well because my training process is extremely brief. I am not here to teach people how to do what I hired them to do. I share my business policies and procedures with them, as well as any deadlines and the best way to communicate with me, which by the way, the majority of my team uses Slack to send instant messages from their phones or computers. And we all stay organized using my favorite project management platform, Asana. 
My team understands my expectations and I understand that I don't have to tell them how to do their job. It is heavenly. So when you're looking to hire a subcontractor, hire based on experience and understand that experience does come at a price, but it's not like you're going to pay someone to do 40 hours of work each week for you. Maybe it's two hours a week. Maybe it's three hours a month. Either way, it's extremely affordable for you in the end. It frees up your mental space and it allows you to do what you're good at and allows them to do what they're good at all for the benefit of growing your business. So again, for my recommendations on all the different subcontractors I've listed, please go to the show notes for this episode. And if you're interested in creating any applications or type forms for yourself, you can go to typeform.com for that. Otherwise, guys, remember, keep your business as streamlined as possible, keep your marketing simple, and keep your message clear. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.